Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast. We can't be the only ones. I'm Gail. I'm B. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. As you can see, I'm hyper energy and I'll be talking about, I'll tell you what that is later. But <laughs> how you doing, B? I'm doing well. I made, um, I had a good weekend and a fast week. This was went by really fast. So I can take those. We're almost to the holidays. And um, I made something that I was craving for like months now. So I finally made it. Months? Yeah. I've been wanting to have pasta long for like months. And I hadn't and got around this, to it. took you this long? Yeah. Because, I mean, normally you're eating other things and leftovers. So Oh, I couldn't have waited that long. I mean, it's fine. That shows your level of patience for things. People keep telling me I have patience, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because I'll be wanting things now, but I guess. Yeah, I've heard course. it. I'll take it. But I'm well. How are you? Uh, let's see. I turned 70 a couple weeks ago, and I'm just, I think 70 is a new 50. All right. So let's take a break <laughs> all, wherever you are, in your car. At work, in the shower, around family and friends, <laughs> campfire. <clears throat> so I'm going to find my dough. Happy birthday. Okay, I can't do it too high because then there's a note that ends up being too high when you sing happy birthday. Oh, oh. So we are all going to collectively, I will lead, you will follow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sing happy birthday. So whenever you guys are there, whenever you guys are here, your turn to sing Gail happy birthday Aww. and she will hear it in the universe. I love that. All right. So let's go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gail. Ooh. Happy birthday to you. And many more. What? Jazz hands, everybody. <laughs> jazz hands. I love jazz hands. <laughs> Why, thank you. And you have such a lovely voice. Thank so you. Nice. And just think this can go on perpetually. I love it. Yes, it's going to go on perpetually in these listeners' ears. So I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Very so nice. continue. So no, it's just 70 is like the new 50 to me. I don't know. I'm loving it. 
It's funny, this is off topic, but um, one of my friends, Liz, her she's from England, Manchester, and her parents come down kind of like snowberries from England, but to here because, you know, she's here and the kids are there, their grandchildren. So they got back finally since the pandemic oh, this right. past Wednesday, and her dad is going to turn 80 this upcoming Wednesday. Wow. And someone asked him, like, you know, do you think you'll feel different then? And he goes, how do you ever know? He's like, it's, it's, you just never know. He's like, it's just, you don't know. And he's like, did you feel when you turned 40? Like, you just are there. So he's a, he's in good spirits and he can drink anybody under the table. So. See, it's maintenance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, so that goes to what you were saying. Yes, I'm telling you, I just, it's great. I have no complaints. Good, 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 good. So is there anything else you need to add as to how you're doing or? No, no, we're good, we're good. Because I'm excited when we get to the moments of gratitude. And then I think because it's your topic, I get to do the health thing. Yes, you do. I'm so ready for that. I'm never ready, but I am one point today. Look at me. So we are at our moment of gratitude, which I will start with first. Um, my moment of gratitude is recognizing my states of flow. And flow, I don't know if you guys know what it is, but I'll do a short little description of it. But flow is basically that state where you get lost in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And time kind of suspends itself and you're just engrossed in what you're doing. It has to be an active thing, not necessarily a passive thing. So flow doesn't happen to you. It happens as a product of what you're engaged in. So it could be singing, writing, music, sex, um, whatever it is, flow is that moment. And I am very thankful and grateful that I'm able to kind of recognize where my flow lands because those are the things that I want to engage in more. The things that I know that aren't passive. So it's not like scrolling through social media or watching TV or anything like that. It's just something that's engrossing. So I'm actually very happy and grateful that like I've been able to recognize where my flow goes and then kind of take that. So that is something that I do want to cultivate a lot more of is that, that feeling of flow. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that most people recognize that. Yeah. There's a good book. I'm going to butcher this guy's name. Oh, sorry. But I'll um, put it in the show notes as well. But I know I'm going to butcher his name. And he was um, the one to come up with at least a concept as we know it to be flow. And it's by... Sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry in advance. Mihaly. So it's M-I-H-A-L-Y. Six, okay, I'm going to spell the last name. C-S-I-K 
S-Z-E-N-T-M-I-H-A-L-Y-I. Wow. That's a lot of letters. Yeah, I would have butchered it. So, um, he wrote the book on flow. It's, it, it is a dense book, but it is a good book on the concept of it. So, yeah. That's pretty good. And my moment of gratitude, there are so many. It's hard. Well, I, I have to kind of combine it to two things. Um, a couple days ago or, or so, Alina had called me because Ryston had done something in the house. And I told her, well, pick up the rug, throw it in the washer. And she said, I, that rug won't go. I said, yes, it will. It's that green rug. She goes, no, not that green rug. She says, it's in front of the couch where you sit and pray every morning. And I felt like I have arrived because that's the thing I always remark about with my grandmother that I so remember about her and everything else leaves my memory. I hope to always hang on to that about her, that every morning she would go downstairs and have Maxwell House instant coffee Mm -hmm. and pray and name all of us by name. Now I'm not doing that in the morning. But she did that. She named everyone in the family and prayed over each and every one of them. And I, I when she said that to me, I felt like I just had arrived. Full circle. I, I've made it to a point in life that I, I didn't know if I would ever get there. There you go. And I, I was just so overwhelming to me. And, and it just it just meant the world to me. Good. That's and I did right. have one other. Okay. <laughs> This is like a double mint commercial. It, it is, because it all happened within days of themselves. Mm-hmm. I was at church and wandering around in places where I thought you couldn't go. Because, you know, in church, you're not supposed to just go up to the offices. But they were decorating for Christmas. And our church is like, they they over-decorate for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I, I was wandering into all the offices and places. I knocked before to make sure no one's in there to see all the decorations everywhere. And so one of the pastors walked by me and I was like, I guess I feel, I looked guilty. And I was like, I was just looking at all the decorations. He said, this is your home. You may look where you want. Just knock before you go in. Make sure you're not interrupting the meeting. I was like, I have arrived here. Mm-hmm. So funny. <laughs> so I, I just, just two things. Of, you know how sometimes you don't, it's such it's such a moment. You don't know, like you belong to things, but do you really belong? Mm-hmm. And that was like a co-signing, you belong. I loved it. Well, speaking of belonging, my conversation had to do with social connection. This okay. week's topic is about social connection. Part of it is... um. um well, this week, well, this Saturday I was out. I'm vaccinated, so I can be out. But I was out with people who are also vaccinated. So yesterday there was a barbecue for one of Alina's friends um, from elementary school that the mom group still stayed in contact with. Um, so that was nice. So I was able to see a bunch of people, including um, Liz's father, <laughs> who I hadn't seen since. The New Year's, oh, uh, was it 2019 going into 2020? It might have been even probably before then so, that I think about it because I don't even think I was in town 
then that one so it was probably prior before then that we saw each other so just we're this year the years are going by so saw him saw another friend you know and the thing is with the pandemic so much time goes by with certain people that you almost are kind of like where does where do you fit in and then it just flows and the conversations are had and you still laugh and you smile and you you know kids are running around in the ocean and all this stuff so they're the kids are all right and then later on that evening i had an 80s party to go to and um this was different because one of our mutual friends that was also invited to that party wasn't able to make she made it but something came up and she had to leave so technically i knew no one at this party and um so i sat down had my food it was outdoors and the group the the table portion where i was at well they welcomed me into their group so like the conversations kind of flowed all night you know we did the electric slide which I was waiting to do this whole time during the pandemic. Like, this is my first electric slide. But even then, you still have that social connection. So I was just thinking how much some people may lack it, as well as because we do need it. We're social beings. So we do need to be more connected with each other. And yes, you can connect with someone via facebook or instagram or whatever but sometimes it's just a little bit different when you're connecting with that person face to face there's a certain energy that you get and those a lot of people are out in the world like there is no pandemic for the people who are aware for whatever reason, whether or not they're immunocompromised, they can't get the shot, um, they're just more mindful, whatever it is, you know, how does that affect those individuals as well? And to kind of keep them in mind when it comes to social connections, especially as we have the holidays coming up. Yep. So I want to keep those people in mind um as well as we talk about social connection but it was just part of one of the things that i was just like oh this is a big thing to kind and as you were saying to feel like you belong or you were seen or whatever the case may be like why that matters because while i was there and it was Many people were there to help decorate the church. That was the reason I was there. Mm-hmm. And it, now that you mentioned like the social connections of it, it was so interesting watching people because um, it's a crazy group when they decorate the church. There's always like there's people who actually dress like elves and, and whatnot and do little crazy stuff to just make it a fun evening that you're just not working. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done it where we, you know, put snow everywhere. It was insane. Mm-hmm. But it's it, but you I watch people because I happen to be at the desk and I watch people come up and the hesitancy to to step forward because if, if somebody has a mask or doesn't have a mask. You know, they don't know how you're going to receive them. So there's been a hesitancy. 
and even in I mean we ask for volunteers so but they're still hesitant mm-hmm. and somebody even said well you know it might be the first time they've been out the house with people they don't know yeah and they came here and we did a lot of things that even in the decorating you don't have to be on top of each other Mm-hmm. You know, and wear a mask, don't wear a mask. And if one girl was like, I'm not comfortable working in a group where anyone is not wearing a mask, that's fine. We got a group for you. Yeah. And uh, I just, I never really noticed that before in, in that type of situation because people just run in and start doing things, grabbing. They were a little like trying to find their spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's, again, when you don't know people, like in my instance, I've seen some of these people before at a prior birthday party, I want to say five, six years ago, but it's it's a whole lot different when it's like, you know, had the friend that I knew been able to stay, it would have been like, okay, her and I chatting and maybe some people off to the peripheral. And a completely different experience. And when she wasn't there, I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, you have that feeling like, ah. Like, should I leave too? Yeah, like, should I just drop my stuff off and leave? But then I was like, you know, someone's sitting there. And they were like, no. And then the conversation began to flow. And, you know, I can't say that I'm leaving. I left that space with new friends. But I left that space feeling good about the connections that I made with the individuals that were there. So, you know, just to kind of get meanings out of the way, because we are like a meaning kind of thing. Um, the concept of social connection, it means a feeling that you belong to a group and generally feel close to other people. And so there is some evidence that there is a core psychological need. So not like one of the peripherals, like Maslow, like, oh, I'm going to become self-actualized. But the need to be part of a group is ingrained in us. And it starts even with our births, with our relationship with the people, our mothers and our fathers. And that was a big thing during the pandemic. When mm-hmm. we were shut down. Yeah. Because people were not having even the basic connection. You know, you'd have the people in your house and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like maybe your mom and stuff on the phone. But it's a difference between being able to call her and go see her. Yeah. And even with babies, you know how people are like, these pandemic babies are so smart and they're so this. You got to think about it this way when it comes to the pandemic babies. What really is the difference? They now have 24 hour care with whatever their caregivers are. So there's a big difference. A lot of women have left the workforce to take care of their children and not going back. And not going back, whether it is by choice or it's a decision that was made. But a lot of women, especially when we were shut down in that year of virtual school, a lot of people, a lot of, especially if you have a little baby and you didn't feel safe or comfortable. And there was a bit of a backing to it with 
social, which is another conversation to have, but regarding the social help that people got from the government, which I don't know why we're getting rid of it, but that just goes to show you that this country doesn't care about people. But when people, but moving fast forward, <laughs> I'm off of my soapbox. Um, <laughs> but it's okay. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. But that's the difference is that you get to have from birth or at a very early age, your mom doesn't have to rush after 12 weeks of giving birth to you, making that decision as to whether or not she has to go back to work. So there is more time spent with these pandemic babies and the pandemic little ones that are in school. And that just causes more, hopefully, I I hope there are always cracks within everything that is causing more stronger social connections with your yes. child. And because I've heard um, a couple of people in, in my industry that that I know from other states and when I saw people coming back to work and I didn't see their name and I would reach out to them and say hey what happened is everything okay you coming back to work at your store nope gonna stay home with the kids my husband's gonna work and we we survived that year and we just we want to keep it like this Mm -hmm. because they found out their kids truly needed them somehow before you you didn't see it no because you're so busy going through the routine of your day. And one of the things that she did say to, to me, which I found interesting, she said, I realized that because she has a teenager, a preteen, and she had, a, I think, a middle school, maybe before middle school. Mm-hmm. And she said, I realized my kids were being raised by social media. Mm-hmm. She said, now... Before this, I thought it was cute when they would tell me and show me stuff. And then she says, when we were home, I realized we don't talk. Mm-hmm. And they weren't missing it. It wasn't like, they were like, she said, my oldest said, mom, we never talk. Why do you want to talk now? We never talked. Mm-hmm. And she said it just, it was, it brought something to the forefront for her that his socializing was strictly on the internet mm-hmm. and she said i can't i can't have a child like that yeah yeah and on top of it i think for younger people or people who live on the internet there's a difference when you get to see someone you get to hear the tone of their voice you get to see how they're shifting body wise and sometimes you don't even know, like, but you know body language. We know when there's a grimace. We know when there's a sharp edge to the tone. We're able to kind of reconcile those things. And those aren't things that are not necessarily translated via a message. Right. Or even on Facebook and whatever. Yeah. They're just, and they have lost social, they're not socialized. Yeah. We're, we're internet eyes whatever that is Mm -hmm. so they don't know how to interact face to face with things yeah which causes i think i'm not anybody's scientist yet but i think that does create a level of anxiety because then you're confronted with what do you do 
the difference in like how I was raised is that we were always out socializing in a sense. Mm -hmm. We were required to go to church. It wasn't optional. You went. There were all these functions. You went. We sat around the table every night for dinner with everybody. Mm -hmm. So there was always this camaraderie and talking and banter back and forth. And it's just certain things you knew to say or not to say, or like you say, to interpret. Yeah. You, you can't get that in a text message. No. You know, a, a, an emoji is not helping. No. <laughs> no. So, if we were to take this a bit further, because, you know, if you're going to, I believe, and if you're going to say that there's an issue, then you might want to possibly give some sort of resolve to it. Now, this may not work for everyone, but there is a um, term called attunement, which is the ability to be aware of your own state of mind and body while also tuning in and connecting to another person. So attunement? Attunement. Okay. So attunement is the ability to make contact with someone, not only on a thought level, but at a gut and an emotional level too. And it's being able to stay in tune and in sync with both the feelings of other and your own feelings and it's not just that moment of like understanding or empathy, but basically it just develops through like unpredictable twists and turns of an interaction. So it's not okay. just like, oh, you said something. I'm so sorry you feel that way. It's just a little bit of a deeper connection. So you may see that like when you have friends that are having a conversation and it's just is going and you're not really forcing it one way or another to make it go it's just going and that's one of the things that i experienced yesterday on two different spectrums where you have the mom group that yeah we haven't seen each other in a while but we have history right that we can pick up and still flow and the conversations are happening and no one's like right and um the other portion was again me going into a situation where i'm like i don't know about you and still being able to like flow and have the conversation where it's like if you didn't know you wouldn't be like why is she over there by herself in that corner like the flow still seemed to happen right because we were all in tune attuned to one another in that moment. Well, do you think that with the second group, it might have been because maybe this was one of the first social events they've been to? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Like it's, they were like taking advantage of that to socialize. No, I don't think so. There was about 20 people there. And you could tell that people still got together within these groups. Oh, okay. So I don't think that was the case where it was like, let's catch up about how things have been during the pandemic. It was just like, let's talk about whatever it is in the 80s or remember when, you know, this song or remember Paula Abdul and Opposite Attracts and the cat. Like, it was just kind of like one of those things, but it was just 
there was a synchronization that I was like, oh, there's something here in this moment that's happening. And if, again, you're not paying attention to these things, you don't appreciate it as happening because you're just like, hmm. Yeah. And you might not have been as appreciative if we didn't have a shutdown. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So, again, attunement also makes you feel like you're genuinely connected with somebody. And it's one of the things in an interaction that makes you feel alive. Um, so you do like when people are like, you know, love at first sight, I'm like, there's no such thing as love at first sight. You're attracted. Yeah. I mean, you just saw the person. Mark would so disagree. I'm sure they would. (laughs) (laughs) Going to stand by Hallmark. I'm sure they would. Go ahead. (laughs) But really, it's really the attunement that keeps things alive and again i'm not saying that an attunement cannot happen within your first interaction with somebody but i don't think that you can look at somebody and be like that's gonna be my bff forever um and i'm i wouldn't say that i'm slow to warm because based on last night it didn't seem that way But I am kind of slow to warm when it comes to my interactions with people and who I let in. So, again, it is a genuine thing that occurs, but mine is like, we can take our time. (laughs) Yeah, we can take our time. And, And I don't mean a superficial thing where you're like, hi, girl, bye, girl, whatever. But I mean, like, where you're very attuned with another individual. You feel seen, they feel seen, and there's a certain flow to the way you all move. Well, do you think because of the pandemic, we're going to be more attuned to that? <coughs> I don't think people pay attention to it. Um, no? No. I would think that would maybe change things, that people would be more purposeful in in the things that they do basically because it's still a pandemic to some people so i think for the people who still are like we're still in a pandemic i have to be very careful about my yeses and my noes even though i want to say yes to the no i'm saying no to for them i think it'll be different for those who have not lived in the world and the pandemic was like a brief shutdown and then you stormed whatever Capitol building it was and demanded you go back outside. I think it's different for different folks. And I, I guess it's different to really know because we're in Florida. Yeah. Now, that's like to give you a, a, a shade of difference. I spoke to a friend of mine who's in who lives in Georgia today and her my church reopened in last year as soon as you know the shutdown was over they were open mm-hmm. um not in full swing but people could they were welcome they to come in and in georgia her church just this past sunday and you almost had to sign up so they know how, there was a cutoff uh, okay. that how many could actually come to the church and they are they have not um 
they used to have like transportation to pick up people on a church bus. They're not doing that yet. So they're, and they plan to be open fully in January. So there's in that situation, I guess you pick and choose where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And so then it's a little, you know, when you do get to go, you're like, yay, I'm here. Who can I talk to? Who can I share with? Yeah. So I'm sure in different states, it's a whole different approach to that. Yeah. And within the state, too, because I know Atlanta never shut down. So, <laughs> well, but all the churches did. Uh, well, but I mean, the, other groups. It depends on the group. The black churches shut down. Yeah. It depends on the group. So, again, you know, just also when you are attuned. Um, they have been able to find via neuroscience research that when two people are highly attuned during a live face-to-face interaction, so I guess that is one of the things that need to occur, the rhythms of their electrical brain waves begin to synchronize. And they're literally in sync with one another at, where their brain on a physiological basis. So you're basically riding the same wavelength when you really are attuned with another individual. So when you're attuned to something, is this somebody that you're romantically attuned? No, you can be a friend. But I mean, but let's talk about on a romantic level. Okay. If you meet someone and, and you're not like, you're listening to them, but you're wishing they would stop talking. That's not attuned. No. Both of you are kind of riding that same wavelength there's a book on love that i read i think i still have it there's a book that i read about love and it was basically saying part of love which is you know when we think about love is like oh my god i gotta profess it love actually requires you being on the same wavelength as well like the moments of love require you sitting next to somebody or across from somebody having a conversation, not being distracted, eye contact, and that whole brain level that tunes in as well, that creates moment of love and deeper connection. So there is a face-to-face component to it. And if I were to say, you know, regarding yesterday, there were several instances of love that you feel. And it doesn't have to be And I guess part of that might be going back to the social connection portion of it is that at the end of the day, we all want to feel some level of love. Yes. And part of you being in love or feeling that moment of love, I'm not saying in love, let's scratch that, but having the feeling of love requires that you are attuned with someone else in that moment in that space of time so you do for me like I I played a game with the guy that I'm dating now it was the and game and it's very interesting and um I don't know how many cards there are they do have a family edition they have a friend's edition they have a couple's edition and they have a marriage edition as well And the one that I played with him, obviously, we're dating, is the dating one. And so it involved us sitting across from one another. 
um, and basically asking each other questions that no one really thinks to like ask the the other individual like what books do you would you suggest I read what do I smell like to you or whatever the case may be so I mean in that moment there is like I felt a level of attunement yes it was kind of manufactured but at the same time those were the rules of the game but now when you say that because you you discount meeting someone and falling in love with them immediately but if you have this attunement could that like throw you off to think this is love because you're feeling this connection and you just met someone it could i think again like for me i know that pockets of love so on our first date without giving much information we met somewhere and we sat across from each other and we had a really good conversation that was a moment of love yes that wasn't me falling in love with him but this may be the thing this may be really valuable information to some women out there (laughs) because they may be thinking on the terms of they meet someone and you have this this feeling that you have and conversation and this must be love but it's really not it is a moment at that moment but it's not the forever love probably not if it could not possibly not so i think some people take an inch and go yes. like the mile yes. versus like this was a really nice moment that i had with this person let me not build a sand castle leave it at the moment and enjoy the moment exactly and, and pocket then, that bank it bank that moment and then if another moment occurs again bank that one as well because time will always tell how something's going to work out see, either I think way. that's really valuable because a lot of women out there they meet someone and you feel like a connection and you go right to this is my forever person oh. they do I'm not saying I do <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything but I'm sure that there are listeners out there who do that so this might be, you know, just just take it as an attune, attunement. Attunement. It's an attunement. Enjoy the moment. Ride the wave. And then walk along the beach. Mm-hmm. Because you can't wa- ride the wave forever. Yeah. I mean, even like when you're not with the individual at work and this person's at work and you're at work. You may have feelings of love towards them, but there isn't attunement happening because you guys are far apart. There's a distance that's separating you. So it only happens when you're in close... Face to face. So think about it. I don't know how to say it. Like a receiver. Like the receiver and the connection. And then there's the message in between. Like you, you, right, this moment you physically have to be together for this to occur. Oh, okay. That even helps even more. Yeah. So when you walk away and you think you're still feeling that you're not. <laughs> yeah. You feel like the remnants of it or whatever. But if you're having a phone conversation, yes, the conversation is great, but the level of attunement does require that you are face to face. So texting is not making it. No. Like people who fall in love with someone they've been texting. That's a story. Yeah. <laughs> That's a story. Okay, I love That's this. a story. Because even then, you know, there's that cue that's missing 
where I think even on video, I don't know how it works with video, so it might work on a video world, but I do think that it does require a level of you being face-to-face. Like, yeah, I I get on video calls every once in a while out of necessity with my best friend in Hawaii. I get on the phone with her. It's not the same. We might laugh. Right. We might have a good time, but there is a difference when you're face to face. And I think you can say it as well, like your family. So when you, when they're on the, the phone, that's great. When they're on video. Yeah. That's good too. It's not a bad feeling. It doesn't make it bad, but there is a different electricity than when you're, fa- it, and it really, it truly is. Yes. So that's kind of my, that's the science. It's not me. Saying that, yeah, there does require a, a physicality in there. And I guess, as you said, the more good times that you have with an, an individual, the more you're banking that. And But distraction does keep you away from attuning with someone. So if you're watching TV or you're on your phone or whatever the, the case may be, that distraction kind of takes away from you and that person developing further than what you could have. And uh, it makes me think, I I go to these um, dinners at um, the wine dinners, but the wine club, and this one couple, me and his wife had a blast. And because we, and it's, I've been to a couple of them now, and we seem to have, more fun than, than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think because and the age group is, we're many years apart, but we just have connected on some level that we just really enjoy ourselves. And mm-hmm. we laugh and talk and cut up. And Is your phone involved? Not at all. Is her phone involved? Not at all. And I will say that too, because this is very fresh for me. Yesterday... The phones weren't involved, at, at least where I was. You know, there was an iPad because someone was DJing and, you know, right. made, like changing the songs out. But for them, and even that was like whatever the song went to unless somebody had a very special request. But for the most part, the phones weren't like there. Yeah. In fact, I don't, I don't even recall picking up the phones. And I do recall there is a couple that we sat with the last time. Both of the husband and wife were on phones. They really didn't engage with anyone. Yeah. Cause they, and not even with each other. Yeah. They stayed on their phones. So part of me, this is a theory I'm coming up right now in my head, that attunement is attention. So it's almost kind of like that bid, like, look at me where you feel seen and that other individual feels seen as well. So it's almost, again, that's probably why the brain waves begin to synchronize is because you're seeing that individual see you and that individual is seeing themselves be seen within you. And that is, again, something that I feel is lacking because we have so many ways to be able to distract ourselves from the moment that is. And back to what I was saying earlier about flow. Flow sometimes happens between the conversation as well as, you know what I mean? So there's sometimes when you're having a, like you mentioned, you're at dinner, 
that feeling where you guys are just going back and forth and every that's low. And we're cackling and what and people I, I you know with it's so funny because one lady was watching us. She said, "How long have the two of you known each other?" I said, "Well, this was the second dinner we." You're not friends outside of here, no. She goes, "Wow." Because <laughs> yeah. we, it's just for some reason we just hit it off from the very beginning. Yeah, and just you know banter back and forth, and and you're right. There's no phones, and there's no. I'm not sizing her up. She's not sizing me up. It's it's just you're whoever you are. I accept you for whoever you are. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and that's just fine. And and I think that's probably partly that has to be part of it too. That you're just being accepted as to who you are, and you're accepting that other person to whatever they're presenting. Yeah. So as you were saying, there are a few steps to increase attunement. And so, again, maybe something that you want to try within your next interaction with someone, even if it's not, it doesn't have to be somebody new. It could be somebody that lives in your house with you, your child, your parent, co-worker, lover, whatever the case may be, like to kind of have in your background is, are you setting yourself up for attunement? Because a lot of the times people mirror each other, not even knowing that they're doing so. So depending on how your posture is, and if you're giving off of a defensive posture, they take defense too, because it's not something that they're registering that quickly. It's just something that is kind of like, oh, this like it's just in the background of like. But that's our human nature. We're in defense. If you're coming off in defense mode maybe we need to put a little wall up too yes so one of the plates one of the ways that we can help with attunement is to be more relaxed and aware so before you engage with the other person you tilt your chin down and feel as if your head is gently suspended from above so you relax your shoulders down feel your belly expand with your your in-breath and relax down with your out-breath and tune into your environment. This sounds like yoga. <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of a yoga class. Um, which I love yoga. The second thing is to listen. So pay attention to the other person's, pay attention to the other person's cue. For at least a minute or two, try to consider what they are saying and expressing to be the most important thing to you thirdly understand try to consider what the other person experience or perspective might be how does it differ from your own perspective and be tolerant of the possibility that your perspectives may differ so it's not to say that this person is going to always like attunement doesn't mean that you guys are collectively like, oh, yeah, girl, uh-huh, yes, girl, yes. It could be like, oh, no, I understand what you're saying, but I look at it a little bit differently. And, and it's cool. of that. And it's cool. And lastly, is to be more responsive and to meet the other person where they are mentally and emotionally. Keep your responses on target, connected in some way to what the other person just said or did or try to stay with them in the flow of the interaction at least for a few minutes 
So that might be something that we all could use to practice. It's a great thing to teach children as well, especially because they're already competing in a world for attention, which takes away from attunement. And if I may put it on the side of being an elder, Mm -hmm. when you get older, sometimes it's harder to focus or to keep the attention to something. Mm -hmm. And so this is just being very mindful of it. Yeah. Like stay it, stay there, stay in the moments, be mindful. And I think when you're, you're, you're older, it's even more difficult to have a really good conversation and watching your phone, looking about the room. Mm -hmm. Cause you will, there is no way, at least I can't Mm -hmm. like, I'd come back. What'd you say? But because you just can't, you did now, maybe not everybody's that way. Maybe they're taking the vitamins or whatever. But I think as you get older, you, that you really have to be mindful of that Mm -hmm. when you're having, and the other thing to be mindful of. And that's like, I think with this young lady, I mean, she was telling me how she, um, disciplines your children and I'm like this is why your kids are running crazy around the house but I say that <laughs> they're not my kids mm-hmm. I'm not coming over and helping you <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like okay you know if that's working for you <laughs> yeah and but I think a lot of times older people want to give you a solution yeah this is what you should try you should do this and I have learned to just hold it unless they ask me if they Point blank ask me, then I have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. But if not, I ain't got none. Yeah. Because it's, and why would I even, and I'm sure, in fact, this, the second night we were at the dinner, the same woman across the table was telling, giving her a suggestion to how to wean her child of the pacifier. And everybody else was like, Okay. And nobody else said anything. I said, don't. And she was like trying to get others to get on her bandwagon. I said, don't you think that will help? Mm-mm. And this one lady, she said, every child's different. So what might work for me may not work for your child. Mm-hmm. You have to do what works for you. And so then she was sort of dismissed by the whole table because that was her evening, correcting people. Uh-huh. Their grammar, their posture, the fork they used. It was like... We told the manager she can't sit at our table ever again. But, and see, she wasn't attuned. No. She wasn't trying to really be part of it. And I think that's part of it too. You can't, if you're trying to be attuned with people and benefit from this conversation and and be inclusive in the group, you can't decide to be the, you're not the star. No. It's, 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 it's not you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it's us. Yeah. And and I think that's important, too. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't the moment in time to change the world. No. It's just to engage. All right. But that's all I got. Ain't got no more. That was well, just my I think con- that's really, I enjoyed that. And, and I wrote it down. Oh, I'm going okay. to um, do some of those things and share them with some people I think that might, you know. And it, I think it will help me in, in trying to date. Ah, because I, I, I want to say it's because I'm, I'm really smart. And when you start bantering on stuff, that's just nonsensical. You lose me. 
Mm. And somehow I'm going to have to focus in <laughs> um, and listen and maybe draw the conversation in another way. And maybe I'm listening on a surface level and not really listening. Well, again, back to like what's important to you sometimes isn't important to the other person. But everybody still wants to feel like what they have to right. say. Like there's sometimes when people talk about things, don't talk about football to me. I'll be like, oh, uh-huh. And so <laughs> the ball goes there and then he does a thingy. But at least I'm I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. So I think that that's what it is. I think people do appreciate the trying of like this thing for me, but it's for you. So yeah. I'm a respect. I, I got to make more of an effort and not just start making a grocery list or something in my head. Yeah, because they people notice when you stop paying attention to it. Yeah, so I, I do appreciate. I this was very needful. <laughs> so I'm going to put it in my cell phone and look at it before I have a conversation. There you go. Or go on a date to prepare myself because I think you need to. Mm-hmm. You prepare yourself in how you dress, what you wear, the the perfume, your scent. You need to prepare yourself mentally as well. Mm-hmm. You know, to be a, a full partner in this event, this date. Yeah. This yeah. Thing. You got to resolve, like, there's no one I know here at this party. Right. But we're going to still have a good time. You got to resolve to still have a good time. Yes. So, uh, so thank you. You're welcome. Like dating advice without uh-huh. being dating advice. <laughs> <laughs> Take it how you can and apply it how you can. We are now to our self-care tip portion, and it is Gail's. I am so excited. So excited. I know with the world aging along with me, those of you who are younger will not catch me. Those of you who are older, I will not catch you. But in the meantime... Okay. There are two new fabulous things I'm just so excited about. One is collagen. Okay. That you can take by powder. Oh, okay. And it is fabulous. It does decrease the wrinkles. It gives you more. It does more for you than, um, what is that people put on to make Low your top. skin glow? No. With vitamin C or uh-huh. something. Toss vitamin C out and get yourself some collagen. (laughs) You can put it in tea. You can put it in milk. You can put it in whatever you want to put it in. And Mm -hmm. it comes in so many different varieties. It is just, and it is just, it's fabulous. Oh, nice. And it is also helps you digestively. It really is. I've been doing it now for over three weeks. Uh, how's it going? And I, I love it. I put it in with my tea every morning and drink it down. And you don't taste it. You can get some that you can taste. Mm-hmm. And there's some that's just for your skin and hair. And then there's some that's more for your your skin, hair, and your body. And it also will help uh, rejuvenate. Because as you get older, collagen is the one thing your body stops making. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. Botox ain't making it either. Mm-hmm. And this, and then the other thing is getting a vitamin IV. 
And it's, uh, I didn't know, I, I just went along with it because it was free. I said, and I did a little bit of research on it and um, it did hydrate you, but that day, it doesn't really hydrate you for days to come. Mm-hmm. But in fact, you will lose more water because it pushes stuff out. The toxins. Mm-hmm. It pushes toxins out. It's very good for your brain. It's very good because it's just minerals. It's just not vitamins. And then you can focus on certain things if you want to get them. The The sad thing is I got this free because um, my, at my clinic, they want to start doing this for older people. They're trying to sway mm-hmm. them that way. So they picked a bunch of us at random. Not really random. It's those that show up for the 10 o'clock call on Friday. Oh, okay. It's a Zoom. And nobody shows up but me and this one other lady, so we got it free. Cool. <laughs> But, um, and it's really a good thing. You should research it all ages and particularly because we're still in the pandemic. It will help your immune system. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's not going to be detrimental to you at all. The most detrimental thing about it for the next 48 hours after you have it, you'll go to the bathroom more than ever, but then it's flushing your body out and you really, really have to drink water after. Yeah. Or you could actually feel your skin start to draw up. He said, if you're not drinking water, you'll know it. So, and and I knew it. Uh, so I had to like drink some water. But those are two things I would recommend to anyone. Try both of them. Try one of them. But really, it's it's one of those things that I think will be very helpful to you. Okay. Well, I will look into that because, you know, Love the uh, vitamin. Oh, you're going to love it. Love vitamin. So, I think we're at the tail end. I don't have anything to add at this no, moment. Do you? No, no, no. So, I will say, you will say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rewind that. Um, so, I will say, be safe. And she will say, be well. And then I will say, be easy. And then she will say, be blessed. Have a Woo! great one. Bye. Bye.